Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Hi there, I'm Mia Friedman and welcome to No Filter, a podcast series where I chat to interesting people about their careers, their families and about life. It's a candid one-on-one conversation and it has zero filter, a lot like me. Maz Compton is a radio personality and the host of Sydney's breakfast show, The Dan and Maz Show on Today FM. Having spent most of her time in radio, Maz has also dabbled as a VJ working with MTV. She's hosted and produced radio, and she also dabbles in extreme sports. This week on No Filter, I chat to her about life in radio, meeting rock stars, and how she got over a very painful divorce. Enjoy. Um, I want to talk about mentors a bit more for a second. Mm. Have you had male and female mentors? Because for women, sometimes it can be hard to navigate that I think in I'm just trying to think like in in the industry I think my my reach out people are generally men and I'm trying to think is that because I get along well with guys or is that because there's more guys in the industry that I need to get along with and it's probably a bit of both Um, there aren't very many women in senior levels at in radio are there are there any I don't really well there's a couple of great bosses so um, one of my former content directors who, um, she was our boss when I was in Adelaide, absolutely stoked the Maz Compton fire. And she, she put the fire in my belly for radio, definitely. And she's just this fierce, batshit crazy, awesome woman that I just went, wow, I need more of your insanity in my world. And she kind of made it okay for me to be weird. Mm. Not that I was playing the straight card, but there was always this level of it's commercial radio and there's an expectation and you're the female in this scenario, so you need to represent the sisterhood. And I'm like, I can just create a brand new sisterhood and that's what I feel like I'm trying to do. And she definitely helped me come to that place where I was comfortable with doing that. And I would say you, Mia, have, like, paved the way for women in media um, like you're sort of the matriarch of, of us being successful in our own right. So, matriarch. <laughs> Do you mean Nana? No, I didn't say Nana. Well, it depends on what time you go to bed because I go to bed at 9 and yeah, I'm no. a Nana. Yeah, I probably go to bed at 9.30, so I'm a rebel. <laughs> you are a maniac. Thank you. That's a lovely thing to say. I noticed that you sort of, you've referred to yourself a couple of times in third person as Matt Compton. <laughs> Is that because in radio you have to be a brand? Probably. I'm getting used to that idea, definitely. But I think also when... It's weird for... Usually I'm the person interviewing, Mm, right? So it's strange for me to have all the questions fired and so I guess I compartmentalise sometimes and I have to go, yeah, that's Maz Compton, the brand, and this is me, the human. Sometimes they are the same and sometimes I have to look at them a bit differently. The most successful people are themselves both on and off air. You know, the people who do lots of hours of live, either radio or TV, the Koshies, the Carls, the Lisa Wilkinsons, the Fifis. 
Are you getting you? You've had a lot of years to get used to that. Yeah. But what do you keep for yourself? And how is the Maz that we hear on air different to the one? Wow. At I home? think honestly and truly, I don't think I'm different on air. Maybe one percent different on mm. air, and that's just I don't drop f bombs because mm. I'm not allowed to. But mm. in real life, like I have a potty mouth. That's mm. probably the only main. How difference. do you switch that off? You learn very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you have only you need to do it once and to know that it's bad. No, it's just. Have a, you ever? I've never. Really? I've never done that on air um, because you just—it's just a trick. You just know. Yeah. You know the boundary and. Um, and it's just not worth it, mm. you know. Um, so that's probably the. What only kind difference. of trouble would you get into? Are you for dropping an f bomb? Yeah. D it would depend on the context. If I was like saying it to somebody, um, no. that would be I mean, a slap if you're just on the like, wrist. I was just so fucking angry. <gasps> you know, if I you're just, just using it as an adjective. If I did do that, like we're on, we're in a delay, so it would just get dumped. Okay. So it wouldn't actually make it to air, and I. Would, but I'd just be in so much trouble. My boss would be. Do you know what it would be like? You know when you do something wrong and your parents aren't angry, they're just disappointed? <laughs> that is exact. That is so not worth yeah. accidentally swearing for, like feeling like crap for the next two weeks. Why do you have a dump button? I thought that was a Kyle, Kyle thing. I think it's... I, I absolutely think it's not necessarily the Kyle fact. It's also the, the fact that we have people call into our show every single day that don't have that filter and that don't have that sensitivity button, as I call it, to not drop an F-bomb if they don't get the question to a competition right. Mm. And so it is also to protect us from that because we don't want... It's not just us that are the liabilities. It's the people that are on our show or guests that are on our show. If the, you know, if they, if they do slip, then we've got a chance to correct it so that some seven-year-old in a car doesn't hear that. So I think it's to protect the listening audience as a whole, as opposed to, you know, filtering or mm. censoring this badass shock jock. I don't think that's the case anymore. There's a lot of furniture involved in um, breakfast radio, isn't there? There's traffic and yeah. ads and news and then so much. music. Oh, that. You've got to play, like, music. Is it very <laughs> confined or formulaic or how does a show come about? How's a show structured? There, so there's a, we have a really new structure for our show, which is really cool um, compared to, uh, I think, other mm. traditional breakfast shows. And, yeah, there is a formula and we have... Um, like we've got a, we've got about a thousand whiteboards in our office and one of them is the structure of the show where everything is laid out every morning because at a certain time you're doing your news and then you've got to check in with the traffic and then you'll play a song and, you know, and so we plan our show around, we just fill in the gaps every day. So there's definitely a formula but it's also movable, you know, um, and which I love as well. I love the fact that every day we get into work and there's a plan and we are so allowed to throw the plan out the window mm. and, and charge on with whatever happens. And that's the excitement of live radio. Who's the boss, though? Because you've... I don't actually know. I think it's probably me. Because I was going to say, <laughs> is it, do you get told what you're going to do or do you come in and go, this happened to me or how does it work? So we, um, there's about 11 people on our core team and all very creative ideas, people, very loud extroverts, actually. There's one introvert, he's our web guy. Is that a nightmare? Yeah, it's an absolute headache, but it's awesome because it's, somebody will have an idea and then all of a sudden we're talking about elephants and you're like, wow, how did that happen? <laughs> like, 
So we have a lot of ideas contributed and Dan and I are the content controllers of our show. So we work with everybody, but Dan and I sign off on all of the ideas. We don't come up with all of them. It's a collaborative effort, but we execute all of them. And him and I obviously need to be comfortable with the content because it's our show. It's the Dan and Maz brand. And I, I, would, I don't want to get on air and lie ever. I don't want to get on air and make up stories. And I don't want to get on air and have to have an opinion just because I'm the female, mm. you know? And that's what I love is that we do sign off on it all and it is very raw and very real. Is there a type of content that you veer towards and a type that he veers towards? Um, no, I think, well, Dan is a massive nerd and he's the first to admit that. So yeah. he loves dinosaur news. He, that is a segment. <laughs> Breaking dinosaur news. And so whenever there's like a new bone discovery or whatever, he'll bring it up and I'm like, how is this relevant? They're all extinct. Um, <laughs> it's not news. No, exactly. This is my argument every time it still gets to air though. Keep singing that one. Um, so he's definitely got his things that he's passionate about. You know, I love my inspo quotes and I'm doing some fitness fad every other week retro sweat this week is what I'm into and I'll talk about my real life as well and but I think we also you know cross collaborate on all that kind of stuff because I can nerd out because I'm a bit of a bookworm and we we're talking about Mars the other day as you do it's just I think it's endless what we can talk about you and say I love that, that. But, but radio and particularly breakfast radio chews up a huge amount of content yes it does you know you do what uh, 15 hours a week Something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. You're not <laughs> married. You're not married. You're single. I'm single. Oh, I've got a boyfriend. Boyfriend, but, but you don't I'm live together. And don't you're not married. Together. You don't have kids. No. Yes. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Is it exhausting mining your life for content? Like, is your mind just going constantly? That could make a bit on the radio. That could make yeah. a segment. That could make something. It, I think that part of my brain has just grown. So I think everybody has an inbuilt content filter. You know, whether it's like, oh, that'd be a great story at the pub to tell my girlfriends or, you know, like you're always, everyone's always searching. But you need to come up with about. so many of them. Yeah, but I'm a really interesting person. But do you ever just want to, <laughs> you are interesting. Do you ever just go, I just want to be home all weekend and just actually just do nothing and then go, but then I'll have nothing to talk about all of next week. No, I really don't. Like I'm, I really am one of those suck every bit of fun out of life kind of people. Yeah. And I think that's why I love my job so much because I think if, if you are working in radio and you have, a, you have that moment, then you're not doing the right job. Because I think you've got to live it and breathe it and want it and love it every single day. And that, it's almost the challenge as well. You know, if I get to the end of the weekend and my little, I've got a little um, like radio show stuff in my notes in my phone. And if there's not, you know, three new bits of whatever on there, I'm like, oh man, I had a pretty boring weekend. And it, even that would be content in itself. You know? Yeah, the fact that you did nothing. So, yeah, I think, yeah, that part of my brain just, it just grows and grows now where even, you know, stories that I hear from friends or what's but in do, your Facebook feed. do friends feed, and boyfriends and family, are they wary of ending up on the oh, radio? I, I think my mum has become more insane because she <laughs> wants to get some airtime on the show. Like, I swear to you, my mum does stuff now and rings me up and tells me about it just because she wants to get on air. <laughs> Maz, are you a feminist? Yeah, I'm a feminist. Why do you... Absolutely. I, I can't remember if you, were just, you described yourself to me as a feminist or someone described you to me as a feminist. It made me very happy, though, Yeah. when I heard that. I don't think... I think people think feminist is a bad word. I think people think anything that ends in an ist is a bad word. And it's not a bad word. It's a great word. What and does it mean to you? It, to me, it just means 
being, it shouldn't actually even be like being a woman. It's like just being an awesome human across the board should be okay with everybody. That's what, that's how I feel. And because I'm a female, I can stand up and say, I'm a feminist because I believe in that. I knew I thought you were awesome. <laughs> I still do. Thanks, Mads. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the No Filter podcast series. Tune in next time to hear me talk to today's show host and my dear friend, Lisa Wilkinson. Find out more about this podcast on the Mamma Mia podcast network's Facebook page or on my Facebook page, Mia Friedman Online. This, pro- this podcast was produced by Monique Bowley, researched by Eliza Ratliff and hosted by me, Mia Friedman. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription.